Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. you are new to the program you can join us live every episode on cincyjungle.com as well as our youtube channel for the live recordings you can if you are able to join us then you can get the show on itunes on stitcher on spotify on google play on the megaphone platform and then of course like i said cincy jungle and uh youtube so subscribe to our channels get all the uh, all the content there's going to be a lot of content coming up over the next calendar week here between this show and all the draft stuff next week. So um, check that out and uh, we'll get you as much stuff as possible. And hopefully you enjoy it all. If you had, if you had a guess of like, cause we're, we're probably like a few days away from Lapham spilling the beans. Yeah. There's usually like five or six guys who you can pretty much write on a, on a piece of paper as like the guys that they're like for sure targeting. If you had to guess right now, who do you think those five guys are? Because I, I, I have a tentative list in my head right now. It's a great question. Um, I think I think it's White. I think it's Bush. I think it's Oliver. I think it's um, uh, Wilkins, the 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 kid from Clemson. And, uh, I, you know, maybe, maybe it's Haskins. You know, maybe they do have a quarterback in there. But I think those are the five they're probably kicking around. I You know, we, we had asked, and I, I got a text from, uh, I think it was Ken Dipple, uh, who said, you know, DK Metcalf, I, maybe they trade back and DK Metcalf. I mean, it, like, like our reasoning for McLaurin and, and, um, uh, Ridley, it makes sense, but I, I don't, I don't think a first round pick makes sense there. Um, mm-hmm. but it's possible. Uh, but I think if, if you were to ask me, I, I think it's mostly defense. I think they realize they need some help on that front. That front was deplorable. And then it got even worse as injuries hit. So, um, to me, I think it's mostly defense, maybe a quarterback in there. If you're, if you're asking five, who are yours? Yeah. I, I don't, cause like white on it would make a ton of sense. I'm just, I, th- I think I'm just going to stick with like the guys who are at least have a, a reasonable chance of being there. Cause I think white is just the top six pick, like regardless, I think it's Bush, um, or Sean Gary, uh, um, yeah, you think two and, Michigan boys, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to please Ohio State fans, but I think I, I think if, if it is a quarterback, it's probably Haskins because that's like the name that's being thrown out, thrown around a bunch. And then I think Cody Ford is probably on that list too, mm. just based off that, based off what interest they've shown there. And then like Oliver's probably with the same like thing as as White, where if he's available, he's just becomes like the main option because how can you say no to to that? But I think they may not be playing for him to be on the board. 
So maybe a guy like Juwan Taylor becomes along in that same group with Ford is just like just just one of the if they're going to take a tackle, it's probably going to be Ford or Taylor, and I think it, it might still be in the cards. So those are like the four or five that I'm kind of twisting around right now. And, yeah. Oh yeah, and, and Montez Sweat as yeah. another edge rusher. Yeah, I. I mean, I put, truth be told, I did put two of my favorite guys in, in my mock in, in Bryce Love and, uh, and Ed Oliver. Um, I mean, those, those two guys just are, they're fun players to watch. And, uh, so, you know, I think, um, I think if someone, and someone could, someone's going to fall to him, someone good's going to fall to him, whether it is a quarterback, whether it, you know, no offensive lineman are picked or whether it's, Whatever the case may be, I mean, someone's going to fall to him at eleven, and and uh, it's going to be hard for him to mess it up. But I will, I won't put it past him. If do <laughs> yeah. Uh, your thoughts on uh, we got a we had a four round mock from Dan from Tennessee, uh, Devin Bush, Titus Howard, uh, like from Alabama State, uh, Ali Alize Mack, the tight end from Notre Dame, and Brett Rippin, the quarterback of Boise State. What do you think of that? Uh, I like three of those guys. I'm I don't really know that much about Mack. Um, other than the fact that of what, what school he went to, he's the, he's the guy I know the least about, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, I think he's really tall though. It might be the Michigan guy, but no, I like Howard. I think the twenty to forty range, he might he might be a first round pick, which for Alabama State would be incredible for him. But obviously, Bush is good. I think Howard can develop into a long term starter at, at at either either tackle spot because he actually ended up rotating between right and left tackle during last year, which is impressive enough. But um, he really should have the Senior Bowl, and um, yeah. Ripen will be interesting. I'm not really sure where he ends up going because he's not doesn't have the the, the prototypical dimensions of um, of a long term quarterback. So he might end up dropping into the fifth or sixth round. But he's got a live arm, and that that, that may force a, a team to take a chance on him in the third or fourth round. But um, if they do end up going with a day three quarterback, Ripen's one of my one of my few favorite guys to, to end up taking that chance on. So I like him. Yep. Uh, we've mentioned this listener a couple times, but uh, he hit us up before the show. Ken Dipple was asking, um, and th- I thought this was interesting. It was a, a lot about uh, why, why no fullback? Uh, why are the Bengals not using <laughs> fullbacks and everything? Um, he, he mentioned, you know, he really is a fan of uh, Moose Johnson. He mentioned him in a couple of texts that he sent our way. Um, now, Moose Johnson, that's a throwback. Uh, and there's just not a lot of battering ram type of guys you know lorenzo Neal's uh, anymore in the nfl my thoughts initially john you're a much smarter guy than i am and you do more film study uh, and film breakdown than i do but my thought is the nfl has changed where you spread folks out and the just the eye formations and stuff that just doesn't it's not used as frequently and the Bengals run a lot of zone stuff uh mm-hmm. and, and that's just that's not very fullback friendly but your thoughts on that, um, and and do the Bengals need to start employing a guy like that? Maybe take a little bit of the heat off of Andy Dalton and and be a power running team. Well, there aren't there are no traditional fullbacks anymore. There there are no more Tony Richardsons or Lorenzo yeah. Neals and right like that, that exists anymore. But you look at Kyle Shanahan's office with the 49ers, He uses a, a, a player in that position on most of the snaps like we look at like the the rams traditional offense and how they go 11 personnel and through receivers and one running back with with the with the um with the 49ers and with the falcons back in 2016 when they were really explosive they were in a lot of two receiver sets and really condensed everything and that's almost like when we talk about teams spreading uh d- defenses out 
there's all there's always been like a counter movement of, of teams condensing in, into the box and getting it getting receivers into you know multi-directional re releases where they can go outside or inside but also having two running backs and, and a fullback in there the only thing is that fullback has to be versatile he can't just be a blocker he has to be able to run routes he has to be able to catch the ball that's why Kyle Yusek ended up getting like a 20 million dollar contract with with the 49ers and thinking he's a fullback why are you paying him that much well because he, he does more than just block he ends up running the ball he ends up going out for a lot of routes and if the Bengals want to employ a fullback and and have him utilize a lot more, they need to use, they, they need to use him more than how they use Ryan Hugh, which was just a battering ram downhill. They need to he needs to be athletic. He needs to be able to to get out to the flat, be able to run after the catch because you, you can't succeed in the NFL when condensing everything like that. But you have to be creative with it, and you can't pretend like it's 2006 anymore. So traditional fullbacks, no, but multi-dimensional fullbacks, you, you you can find a way to be successful with that. Yeah, but and H-back, right? Yeah, it takes the right offensive mind to do it. And we'll, we'll see if that's the, if that's what Zach Taylor wants, but I, I don't think we can say it with confidence that, that that's it right now. Yeah, and, you know, who knows? If the Bengals take another tight end in this year's draft, which is possible, um, they then can maybe get a little creative and flexible with C.J. Uzama and Tyler Eifert and maybe a new guy, and they move things around. So uh, they used – I think the Rams used Tyler Higby a couple times in the backfield yeah. and used him as a little outlet guy. So um, it's possible, uh, but I, I agree with you. I think it's more of the the Ryan Hewitt tight end-ish, H-back-ish type of mold, not the, the thumper old-school – walking square <laughs> uh <laughs> at fullback so hey but uh thanks for all the questions guys it's been a long show and and uh we're gonna get out of here but um it's been a jam-packed show we've had a lot to talk about between the schedule release our mock draft and then the Bengals, of course are on the clock next week um but yeah, and then, you know, they've got a ton of picks, especially in day three. So uh, my guess is they'll probably maneuver. I, I don't think you're going to use five sixth round picks, but uh, who knows? I don't know. Any final thoughts, John, before we get out of here? I'm going to bed. I'm, I'm on like two hours sleep and I'm recovering from the flu. So I'm glad we did this. I'm glad. God. Got, I'm glad we got these takes off so I can just die for the next couple of days. Well, <laughs> hopefully don't literally die. But uh, I, yeah, I apologize. I didn't know you you had such little sleep. So um, I know you're not. We do it for the content. I know. I know it's. I know you weren't feeling 100, percent but I appreciate it. Um, I, I suppose this could have waited until next week, but my my thinking is we'll probably have a very abbreviated show next Wednesday, and then you know, John, if if you're able to join, you know, we do the reactions to the picks and all that kind of stuff. So. Um, just a side note, not, I, I haven't figured out the logistics of it yet, but some of those reactions, we may, we may do the reactions on Cincy Jungle's Facebook live first, and then feed them to the YouTube channel and our audio channels. I haven't figured out the logistics on how I want to do that yet, because we're going to need to maybe kill two birds with one stone or what have you. So we'll, we'll figure that out, but either way, the content's going to get to you. We'll probably have an abbreviated uh, episode next week, maybe just uh, some listener questions or something like that, and then uh, move into draft coverage from there. But the NFL draft is right around the corner and we're excited. Hopefully the Bengals make some significant moves to improve their team and, and make the, you know, make a playoff push for John Sheeran. I hope you feel better, buddy for John Sheeran. I'm Anthony Cazenza. Thanks for tuning in. 
Thanks for all your feedback, your questions, and everything. Get this show on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on Google Play. You can get it on Megaphone, CincyJungle.com, and on YouTube. We'll see you next time. Thank you.